0: On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're breaking down the loss from tonight's game against the Caps, talking about Hagel extending his point streak and wrapping things up with some lack of depth talk. All that coming up and more on Locked on Lightning. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. Tonight, we're talking about the loss to the Capitals. That's three in a row that the Lightning have dropped, and all three are at home, so just not good things happening for the Tampa Lightning in their last three games. We break down Hagel's uh point streak it's up to 11 now how far can it go we talk about his impact with the team as well and then we wrap things up with some lack of depth that continues to plague the tampa bay lightning uh especially in games we're bringing that all down tonight uh before we get into all that please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form we're also available on our youtube channel go ahead subscribe there Uh, Drop a comment below, get in on the conversation, hit that thumbs up button, hit the notification button as well, so as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be notified. And that goes for the audio form as well. You could also join in on the conversation elsewhere. We're also on Discord now, as well as Reddit. See the description below for more details on that. So, we're talking about tonight's game, which was... Yet another disappointment for the Tampa Lightning, as well as us who do support this team. Uh, Lightning dropped this one 5-3. Get off to a slow start. Um, And, you know, no surprise there. Uh, They they make a comeback, a very valiant one, late in the game. Uh, When I say late, I mean mostly the third period. And... It looked like, you know, all things were turning their way, especially when Dylan Strome scored that goal. Cooper challenges. The, the play gets called back on the Manta uh, offsides. Looks like the, the the momentum is starting to swing for the Tambay Lightning. And unfortunately, that did not happen. The Capitals end up scoring one, making it a 4-3, and then we get the empty netter at the end to put the final nail in the coffin and you know i i understand some things happened in this game tonight as well as their you know the lightning are down pretty badly in terms of just missing personnel uh obviously we all know at this point in time circuit is not coming back at any point uh soon probably not this season um the lightning would have to probably go to the stanley cup final to see him back this season and then you have Hayden Flurry go down on a, just a you, and and I know there's going to be some people, whether it be on social media or wherever, saying just because it was Tom Wilson, it was a clean hit. Um, just Tom Wilson just lined him up perfectly, and Flurry got bulldozed into the into the boards. That happened, and and you know the Lightning were pretty much down from there to where they had to play their. Whatever they had left on the back end, more minutes than they probably would have liked to in this one. And then, you know, it, it was just a game in which, quite honestly, the Lightning did not do a good job in really the aspects of the game that are really their biggest strengths. The, the, they did not do well in the face-off circle tonight. They were thoroughly outplayed in that part of the game. Uh, they were under, they, they didn't even get to 45% on the face FASO circle. The, the Capitals actually just completely dominated that part. Um, the, you know, other than that, really, I mean, you know, if we want to go into shots, the Lightning had more there. Um, other than that, I mean, really... The other issue I had with this that I think really we could say with real confidence contributed to the Lightning losing this one uh, was their play in the neutral zone. Just not good at all. Uh, they were they were also getting bullied along the boards um, in the neutral zone, out of the neutral zone. I didn't see a lot of creativity to their game tonight. I thought they were very stale on their sequences. I thought they were very rigid. Um You know you saw that the capitals and and i will tip my hat to the capitals i I, they did play well tonight charlie Lindgren did play a pretty good game in net for the most part at the same time i think that really what the lightning failed to do in this game on the offensive side of things other than the fact that you know they didn't score enough goals was the fact that they they weren't allowing themselves to get the puck in in deep into the zone um you saw kind of from the get-go, especially as the game went on, the Capitals were kind of doing a very good job of getting in the face of the Lightning Puck Handlers, uh, really doing a good job of cutting off passing lanes, shooting lanes, um, really having a stranglehold on this team at the blue line as they entered the zone. Um, there There was very few times I felt as though that the lightning were able to to enter the zone and and kind of have some time to breathe and set things up or kind of assess the situation that was going on in that zone and capitals did a good job of taking advantage of that and they forced and, and especially you know you know that was something that the lightning started to think about you could tell as the the game went on and and the capitals took their chances in the neutral zone and they paid off and forced quite a few turnovers there uh, one of which led to a goal. And and I really thought at the end of the day, or, or really at some point throughout the course of the game, we were going to see some sort of different play from the Lightning. I thought we were going to see maybe more of a dump and run kind of game. We did not see that. Um, we haven't really seen that that much this year. We've seen it here and there throughout the course of the season. But really, for the most part, we didn't you know we all know by now the Lightning really live and die by two kind of um styles of play and that's just the you know just the running gun you know let's let's try and race them down the other side of the ice and and get them on the odd man rush and cycling which we didn't really see that whole i, I we did see it tonight but the passing wasn't that good to where in in my mind it really made a difference i i just think that the end of the day, when the Lightning were cycling the puck and shooting it, you know, they, there was very few times. I mean, there was a couple of sequences here and there in the second, a couple of sequences here and there in the third, uh, where Lindgren was challenged and, you know, he did a good job of of, of kind of standing tall there and, and you know, staying in position. Uh, but the Lightning really didn't, in my mind, really, I, I didn't really see them challenge him. Um, yeah, they scored three goals, which is great, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you got to kind of, especially with what you got with Hagel and Cooch and Stamkos, you know, y- y- and, you know, Paul and, I mean, Sorelli, we could go on and list the usual suspects here, but I didn't I didn't see anything to where, you know, I could have came out of that and said, you know what, the Lightning did what they could tonight, and Lindgren was really the better on in that matchup. Um, that that wasn't the case. I mean, Lindgren played well, but I don't think he played spectacularly well. But yeah, that's that's really been the story uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, not only over this last three games, but really the the entirety of the season, where lack of creativity, not really playing well defensively. I will give them a little bit of a pass. Like I said, they were missing. And also, Chernak was out tonight. He was sick. So, you know, you're missing that, too, to all the Chernak haters. Um, who are you going to blame now? <laughs> I I think that being down two guys on the night, three in general out of your normal rotation, I mean, that's nothing you could really turn away from and say that that didn't play a big part in this game. Um, you know, the, the Capitals did end up losing T.J. Oshie later in the game, but at that point, you know, I don't think that played a big difference. Uh, Ovechkin didn't really hurt the Lightning tonight either. He was moving around quite a bit, which was interesting to see, and 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 especially on the one-timer from the blue line. That was impressive. Uh, I would like to see the Lightning kind of do something like that with Stamkos. Um, but overall, a disappointing night. Uh, the Lightning dropped their third straight, and... Um, just like someone on Twitter said, uh, you know, it, it's a weird kind of flip flop that we have seen over the course of the month, uh, the week where just over a week ago tonight, the lightning beat the Colorado avalanche, one of the best teams in the league. And, and now they're here dropping third, stri- uh, three games in a row, um, to Florida to Ottawa and now Washington. And now they find themselves in the second, uh, second spot in the division, and, you know, luckily enough, um, the Red Wings were only able to win in overtime tonight, as well as the Capitals are still far away aways, uh, from catching the Lightning right now. But the way the Lightning are playing, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that gap close up relatively quickly. And the Devils lost tonight as well. I believe the Islanders lost tonight as well. So uh, those are really the only teams that we have to worry about right now. I mean, if we have to start worrying about Buffalo and Pittsburgh, we have a whole other issue on our hands here. But, uh, yeah, another disappointing loss. Um, The Lightning now are just, they have to tread water. They have to tread water, and they have to figure out ways to win. That's what good teams do. Uh, And we're going to figure out, you know, especially with a couple of guys out. Chernex, I imagine, is going to be back in the lineup. Fleury, I would imagine, should be back in the lineup next game. Um, but either way, uh, like I said, good teams find ways to win, and we're going to figure out whether or not uh, the Lightning are a good team or not. So coming up in just a little bit, we're going to talk about Brandon Hagel, uh, you know, continuing to play well, continuing to show why he deserves to play full-time on that first line, regardless of the fact that John Cooper continues to move him out of that rotation. Coming up in just a little bit, But first, we're going to talk about our friends over at Ibotta, new sponsor and new friend. Now, grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Do you love making money but also love spending money? Don't we all? Come on. Now you can make money when you spend it every time and you shop with Ibotta. Spring Break is around the corner, which means you're going shopping, but don't shop for your big trip and get nothing in return. Make sure you're getting cash back every time you shop with iBotta. Now, if you don't know about iBotta, iBotta is a free app that gives the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. So right now, iBotta is offering our listeners $5 for just Trying Ibotta by using the code on NHL when you register, just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free iBotta app to start earning cash back. And use the code on NHL that's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LockedOnNHL. So, as always, I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube, so go ahead and drop a comment below this video, hit that thumbs up button, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, We love hearing from all of you. I love hearing from all of you. Um, That's the one thing I can say uh, that is my favorite part about doing this podcast, is that all of you are very opinionated, as you should be. There's a lot going on with this team right now, Uh, that I, I think this is the most interesting season that we've covered on this show in quite some time, I think really probably other than 2020, um, really there, there's a lot of storylines going on. And one of them, in my opinion, is something that is not being spoken about because in, in you know, hindsight or retrospect, it's really not something that is overall that important or really is, really should garner big news. But Brandon Hagel, for some reason, you know, playing well, uh, becoming a more complete player on a nightly basis, keeps getting shuffled up and down this lineup, which still to this day does not make any sense. Now I I spoke about it on yesterday's episode that he was slated to play on the third line, which just checking back real quick. um, He actually, he was on the second line, excuse me, with point and Chafee, which I said in, in response to that, that, Point and Hagel on the second line. That's just absolutely ridiculous. Point needs to play with Kucherov. Um, Hagel has just, at this point, to exhaustion proven. I don't know what much more this guy could do to show that he deserves to be on the first line. Stamkos is having a good year, but you know his style doesn't necessarily mesh with Kucherov. Or, you know, yeah, I mean the the only way it meshes with Kooch is all he has to do is stand there and Cooch feeds him uh passes for one timers and, and the Sorelli the Sorelli placing on the first line, it's it's a nice touch. I like it. I don't think he's ready for that. I just think that the lightning are not at that point right now, especially when you have Brayden Point and Brandon Hagel um playing at the levels that they are playing alongside Nikita Kucherov. I get the reasoning behind it. You want to spread the wealth a little bit mix things up but at the same time i mean brandon hagel is playing phenomenal hockey right now and and the fact that he is continue the the fact that john cooper continues to kind of play dangerously with that in terms of just moving him up and down the lineup and i know that's not a set thing i know that as we all do that john cooper just loves to move guys up and down and and change things throughout the course of a game as we saw tonight, he got quite a few, quite quite a uh, a good amount of ice time with Kucherov. Um, but the guy's in the middle. He extended his point streak to eleven games. The guy is playing phenomenal hockey. Coming into tonight's game, he has seven goals and fifteen points. Uh, the fact that this guy continues to get played or at least start on the second line, it's it's really frustrating to see. From especially when things are not going well for this team, it's really frustrating because the the one thing that i can say and, and i know at this point some people are starting to catch on but john cooper sometimes <clears throat> through his very successful tenure here especially the last four seasons and and i will say the guy is still one of the best in the league i'm I'm not crushing you know i'm not crapping on his credibility here but at the same time the guy sometimes gets or tries to be too smart for his own good. And, and you know, that's just the nature of coaches in any sport. And what John Cooper likes to do, like I said, he likes to move things around, whether it be to start games or over the course of a game. And, you know, I'm sure to a certain extent, especially a guy like Brandon Hagel, who I think has proven, like I said, to exhaustion at this point in time that, he is a first line guy. He could play with one of the best in the league, Nikita Kucherov. I I, I think that we need to start looking at him as a solid first line forward, uh, especially now with Steven Stamkos and and you know everything that's going on with this this team. I don't understand why if it ain't broke, why are you trying to fix it. And this guy, I I, I think that the best way to give him more of more chances is to just have that overpowered offensive line that you have with him with point with kucherov because i look at it as kind of a win-win situation because when you have those three guys on the ice one of two things is going to happen um they're going to focus on Kucherov, especially when he has the cup. Uh, excuse me, the puck. Or when, or they're going to focus on some other guys, whether it be Point or or Hagel. So, at the end of the day, someone's got to be open for a chance. Someone's going to be able to get uh, a good opportunity to score. And at the end of the day, people are still going to accumulate points, especially someone who is as hot right now as Brandon Hagel. So. I, I hope going forward, I hope after tonight's game, I hope after tonight's loss, um, which has just been really one of the roughest stretches I think I have seen uh, in, in my time as a podcast host for Locked On Lightning. It, it's definitely one of the roughest stretches we have seen this team go through. I think that, especially you know, with the remaining teams coming up, I think that when you're looking at the line changes or when this Lightning team is approaching games or, you know, approaching situations, less is more. And when you have a guy like Hagel who is so multidimensional out there, I mean, they were talking about it on the ESPN broadcast throughout the game, just how, you know, he's... He's one of those guys where he could score, but he could also be that guy. He could be a menace for your team, as, you know, we saw tonight. He was just really up in anyone's face that he came into contact with. And, and I think that, really, at the end of the day, you what John Cooper should do, barring an injury, keep your lines the way they are. Roll out Cooch, Point, and Hagel, and leave it like that. Because that situation, especially with the way Hagel's playing and the season nikita kucherov is having um that is going to produce points the the point production is going to be on automatic and i think that that is really something that has been overlooked by this coaching staff so let me know in the comments below what you feel about that let me know on reddit let me know on discord uh like i said we're all on there now um we're going to be posting more uh, probably at least once a day on reddit you definitely want to comment on those posts or if you want to go on Discord, um, that's the faster way, I guess, if you want to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm always checking all of them, uh, especially, if, you know, for comments. And, you know, if, if there's a comment that um, we could respond to, if I have a response to it in, in real time, I'll get back to you right then and there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that it's just something that I think is just being overthought about. And, and I think that really... The lightning especially at this point in time need to simplify things so coming up in just a little bit we're going to talk about lack of death coming back to hurt this lightning team especially in the latter stages of this game how do we remedy that uh we talk about that coming up in just a bit But first let's wrap things up with our friends and sponsors over at indeed now we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. One of the things I love, like I said, I have a friend who just opened up their own business. It was growing at a rate to which they became overwhelmed in the amount of work that they had before them, and they needed to hire fast. And they, Not only did they need to hire fast, but they need to hire very high-quality candidates who are right for the job. And I said, why don't you go ahead and use Indeed? He did, and he he found some of the best people that you could possibly find for his logistics business. So you can, too, because listeners of this show will get $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com. Just go to Indeed.com right now support our show by saying you heard about it on locked on lightning indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed so one last time i want to thank everybody for making this your first listen of the day and if you haven't already done so please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributing audio form we're also available on youtube so go ahead uh drop a comment below this video hit that thumbs up button Uh, If you prefer to reach out to us in another way, like I said, we are on Reddit. We are also on Discord. So go ahead and get in on the conversation. Lots to talk about uh, continuously with this team. Uh, If it's not just not playing well, it's, it's lack of scoring. And really the thing that has really stuck out to, I think, a lot of people, let's be honest here, has been the lack of death especially later in games um just it it, it's been a very disappointing season one of the things that the lightning have not really had an issue with i think in the last couple of years or so has been you know just whether it be on the defensive side or the offensive side the 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 depth the the you know the the layers of quality players i mean we we see spurts here and there, whether it be, you know, Tyler Mott tonight, um, but but really, you know, for the most part, the Lightning have struggled all season long with this. And and I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow because uh, we're going to do kind of a, a special segment tomorrow where it's just going to be trade trade target Friday or or whatever name you want to call it. Um, really, we're just going to have a whole show dedicated to trades. Uh, and you know, the list that we point uh, that we put out. Uh, our our trade deadline target list uh, we posted it to twitter we posted it to discord uh it's on reddit uh, i'll post it below the episode we'll post it below the episode tomorrow um but the you know when we look at that list um that we have these are the players these are players that are very good these are players that really in reality are good If they're being brought in, especially on the forward side, they will be playing on the third line. And maybe like a guy like Chafee, who has, you know, not really a lot of time at the NHL level, he'll be moved down to the fourth line. Barre Boulet is gone after today, really. Uh, He was put on waivers. He's probably going to, I believe, he's probably going to clear and then be sent to Syracuse. And then you know we'll we'll get into all that other stuff there with all the some some of the other players in the bottom lines. I mean, Sherry has just been very disappointing this year. I mean, really, I, I stated it on the last episode. You know, after the second line, really for the most part, once you get past Nick Paul and you know some on some nights, Mikey Esma, uh, the Lightning really don't have much. They brought up Cole Kiepke today for the for the game. Um, and, and Glenn Denning, you know, is was on that third, uh, that fourth line as well. But like I said, there's really not much there for this team. Uh, the Lightning really at the end of the day, because I would imagine what's going to happen, you know, if a deal were to be made at the trade deadline for one of the players that are on our list. And I'm not I'm not going to talk about them until tomorrow. So, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait. But. Once a move is made at the deadline, Chafee, I would assume, goes down to the third line, and whatever players brought in will be playing on that second line. Um, I would imagine that you know maybe if 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 possible, Connor Sheary will be traded away at the deadline. I I don't I don't under I don't really know what kind of value in terms of a return you're going to get back for him. Uh, but at the same time, you look at like I said, the fourth line is kind of a crapshoot. You I mean, Glenn Denning... He's played well at the center position this year, but really other than that, what other value does he really in really add to this team to where we could look at this lightning team and really be confident about, you know, their their depth and how deep they are. Because really, like I said on the last episode, and you know, it, it doesn't even have to pertain to the playoffs. You saw it tonight. I mean, this team is not deep. You know, after their f- first two lines, it, it really kind of takes to downward slope from there. And, and i think that at the end of the day i think really that's really what teams are, are are really exploiting and and something that really needs to be explored uh for the lightning at the trade deadline um you know it, it does there 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 obviously is a missing piece from that third line tanner Janot, he's been out for a while um i mean say what you want about tanner He's this team, at least the line that he plays on, they do play quite a little. They, they This team is a lot more successful or exponentially looks better, uh, whether it be on the ice or on paper, uh, when Tanner Janot is in the lineup. Um, you definitely don't have Mitchell Chafee on the second line, which is still like a wild thing to even read. Um, that was from our boy, Chris Kren. That was the source for this. Um, but... At the end of the day, um, the Lightning need to be better on the third and fourth lines. Um, this is kind of almost the identical problem to 2020 and 2021. Um, we we need to see better out of those those later spots, uh, those later lines in the game because um, at that point you're just going to see matchup problems because it, all it takes is for an opposing team to roll out their first line against your first, I mean, uh, their first line against your third or even your fourth, and it's it's game over from there. Um, so, yeah, disappointing night. Um, the Lightning were very much exposed <clears throat> in a lot of aspects of this game, uh, as well as with their roster. I Like I said, I, I do take the injuries and illnesses into account. Uh, the Lightning were very shorthanded on the defensive side of things tonight, but still, um, <clears throat> you can't excuse neutral zone turnovers. You can't excuse just lack of creativity. Um, and, and this team needs to be better, and they need to figure out, figure it out uh, right away. And I've been saying that for the last three games, especially after the, the loss uh, to the Panthers. But uh, not an easy road coming up, like I said. Uh, they got... The Islanders on Saturday afternoon in New York. They got the Devils in New Jersey uh, on Sunday, so back to back there, and then you're back, and then you're on the road uh, a little bit more. You're going to Philly, so three really crucial matchups. If the Lightning lose uh, those two games to the Islanders and the Devils. you know i the, the wild card chase is going to be a lot more difficult because all you're doing uh is giving those teams more fuel to the fire to make a run and and i and i fully expect them to win one of those two of the back to back if they don't i mean it, it do we start talking about selling at that point um but let, let's not get let's not get dramatic here but uh, we'll, we'll keep talking about that stuff. We'll be back tomorrow talking about our trade target list that we put out earlier today. If you haven't seen that, we put it on Reddit. It's on Twitter, L-O underscore lightning on Twitter. Put it on our Twitter page. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Uh And we'll be back tomorrow, like I said, talking trades, talking trade targets. And uh, hopefully we could, you know, somehow manifest a win in this upcoming weekend so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one